Yes, it is the abrupt intro ending. Welcome back to the JohnCast podcast. Thank you for tuning into this podcast as you have uh, for several, several months that I've been doing this, several, several episodes. I appreciate everyone's support, appreciate the support of all our sponsors, including our favorite sponsor, Ian's Pizza, with three locations in Madison. They're also in Seattle. They're in Denver. They've got three locations in Milwaukee as well. So thank you to Ian's Pizza for being a proud supporter of this podcast. Thank you to you once again for listening. Go to johncastpodcast.com. You can sign up for the newsletter and and get involved with the podcast. And I'm not going to spam you. I'll just let you know when all the cool stuff happens. Uh, today's guest is the CEO and co-founder of League One Volleyball. League One Volleyball, ladies and gentlemen, is making its way to Madison, Wisconsin, one of three cities uh, that have been unveiled by the league so far. It was unveiled last week that Madison would be one of those cities participating in League One Volleyball. And Caitlin Gao is the CEO and co-founder of Love. And she joins the John Cass podcast right now. Caitlin, thank you for taking some time. It's excited to be here. How did League One Volleyball, or the acronym L-O-V-B, which is pronounced love, how did love start? Love started really between friends. Um, <clears throat> I was very fortunate to have met some incredible people from the very beginning who had a passion for the sport, but more importantly, saw a huge opportunity and really bringing the sport to a level of awareness that I think it absolutely deserves. Uh, it's already the number one sport for women and we're the best in the world here in the US in terms of you know, winning golds and world championships and yet there's no pro league. Mm -hmm. And so uh, a few of us got together, my co-founders, Kevin Wong and Peter Hirschman, uh, folks that I've known for quite a while. And uh, we got together and really took a hard look at how do we help bring that level of awareness uh, to, to the sport uh, and continue to expand this amazing sport. So this is really us being able to, you know, put together an amazing team of folks that come from business backgrounds, consumer backgrounds, sports backgrounds, and specifically volleyball backgrounds together to build something really special, build it from the community up, starting with clubs and then going into pro. How big of a volleyball fan were you before you got involved with this league? I'm a huge fan, I think, to compensate for the fact that I wasn't a very good player myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's not what sports is about, right? It's not always about playing at the elite level and more about this feeling of belonging. Uh, I was very fortunate to have been born uh, in, in China and grew up watching uh, Long Ping on, on TV uh, when China was uh, really at the top of their game. I came to the States and, uh, you know, even though I wasn't very good volleyball player, my, my brother was. And uh, this is a sport that I've always thought was super exciting um, and has incredible potential for it to be even bigger. So you have to tell me, too, before we I, I want to ask you, obviously, about the big news with with the uh, league coming to Madison. L-O-V-B. How did the pronunciation come about? How did that the, the love pronunciation? How did who came up with that? Yes, again, we have such an incredible team and uh, our creative director, Patrick Cox, uh, joined us from the very beginning and we did, uh, I would say a couple of months of work just around how do we come up with a branding that really expressed the spirit of the sport as well as our intention to build this incredible community that will uh, be supporting and represent uh, the sport in, in a way that um, 
displays that passion, display the, the level of commitment to sustainability of the success of the league. As you know, a lot of leagues come and go. And how do we build it so that it's with the level of passion and discipline and thoughtfulness that will ensure that this is a league that stays and that will thrive for generations to come? Mm -hmm. So why Madison, Wisconsin? What was the connection to Madison and why bring League One to the upper Midwest? Yeah, well, as you can imagine, when you have a, a really thoughtful team, we do a lot of homework around how we think about, you know, where to have it, uh, where do we build our league, where do we have the best community to support uh, league in the way that we feel like is, is you know, reflective of the spirit that we want to convey. And so I think we had looked at 38 different cities across the country. Uh, we know that hotbeds of volleyball, but we also looked at, uh, you know, criteria such as other, other sports that thrive there. Uh, where, you know, where, where do we see the sport at the collegiate level? And when you look at where Madison is, uh, just with, with, with the success of Badgers and what they've done to build that volleyball community, uh, as well as for us, really important, you know, the level of participation that we have uh, in the junior clubs and uh, where we have really strong community at the junior club level. That's all kind of coming back to um, us building this community called Love uh, because we really believe that this club to pro connection in building a community for, for the sport of volleyball is at the core of who we are. Yeah. And that's kind of your whole philosophy around all these other franchises, right? Like you try to build that from the ground up, you get that fan base, you partner with the, the clubs and you partner with Madtown juniors. Um, and, and why do it that way? Why, why is it that sort of, uh, connection or, um, you know, route that you've decided to take? Yeah. For us is again, it comes back to we want to make sure that we're bringing her home to a successful league that will thrive for generations to come. So as you can imagine, when we looked around and looked at some of the startup leagues and just how rare it is for these leagues to, you know, last as long as, you know, what you see in the major five, what, what I think is important there is that we wanted to make sure that we have a model that really has the commercial uh, discipline to, to succeed. And usually that comes with, where are the fans, right? You can't just assume that you build a, a league and people will just show up. It's really important that you are um, able to really capture the fan base from the very beginning. And for us, we know that the most vibrant, some of the most vibrant participation happens at the youth level. That's why it's the number one uh, sport for, for high school age girls. And so we looked into how do we build that community of fan base? And that's really how we landed on, you know, really aggregating this community and really pulling these clubs together. Um, and certainly with my background uh, and having worked at a place like Lululemon, where that was a very rare occurrence of a major brand that didn't start with the, the tops down marketing that really started in the communities themselves in Pilates studios in personal training studios, as opposed to just put it in a mall and hopefully people will show up. Um, yeah. It was certainly an inspiration for us from the beginning and thinking about what's the model that we want to do that almost flips it upside down from what is traditionally done in pro leagues that sometimes it doesn't work, right? And many times it doesn't work. They, you build it and they don't come. 
Here, we are coming with community members to say, we want this, we're building this in our communities uh, with the families and the youth players as really the backbone of where that uh, community base and fan base comes from. All right, so this podcast is being recorded in May of 2023. What is the timeline? When will fans be able to check out the first match of the Madison franchise? What, what's, what's the thought process there? How long until we, we get to that point? Yeah, it's a great question. We're so excited that we will be kicking off our inaugural season at the end of 2024 uh, on the heels of uh, a Paris, a Paris 2024. And uh, what's exciting about that is that we're truly bringing them home. There are favors uh, going into Paris to win the gold again, because uh, they're the reigning uh, gold medalist from Tokyo. And what's even cooler is that in four years later, in 2028, we get to um, be in LA as well for 28. So mm -hmm. there's no better time for us to be kicking this off. And we've been extremely disciplined to be kicking off our inaugural season, having built this community uh, up to then, it'll be five years uh, for us to be building this community at the club level before our first match is even played. But excited to bring these champions home. And uh, it's like the dream team coming back finally to their home, their league, right? In the past, they come home and then they have to go back out again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after the Olympics 2024, do we know like other specifics about the way the league's structured? I know you only have the three franchises right now. I'm sure you guys obviously are working on, on all of that, but do we know like the, the, the number of matches yet and, and things of that nature? We do. Uh, we're still finalizing the, okay. the last uh, finishing touches on it and we'd be excited to share that with you once that becomes uh, much more final uh, we do know that, you know, the six cities, we are going to have these, these pro teams actually be situated and sharing a home uh, with some of our, you know, clubs already in those communities. And that's really significant, right, in terms of that true connection, in real life connection of these pros training side by side with the community that is uh, going to support them. So is that the number? Is, will there be six in 2024, a total of six franchises? Yeah, six to start. Okay, six to start. And where do, where do you see this long term if everything is successful? Yes. Well, we have um, our vision on being the NBA of volleyball. Okay. Best basketball, which is a global sport, is played here in the U.S. The best volleyball, which is a global sport, should be played here in the U.S. So we have our um, site set on being the NBA of volleyball. And so when you think about the number of teams across the country, it's 30 plus. And so we're starting with six again, because we want to take a very thoughtful and disciplined approach to ensure that we have the right foundation as we scale. You've got a fan base in Madison that loves to go out to volleyball, right? So 7,000 plus every single match at the UW Fieldhouse. We filled up the Kohl Center once, almost got 17,000 fans to go watch Wisconsin versus Florida and what was a, an amazing match uh, last season. Um, so when I ask you about this this fan base, what can they expect when they do get to a League One volleyball match? Because, you know, they already know what to expect when they go to the Fieldhouse and the band and Bucky Badgers there and everything like that. They're, they're familiar with that. What will a League One volleyball match look like? Yeah, well, they'll be coming and watching some of the best volleyball at the professional level, the best uh, volleyball at the professional level. And they should expect it would be loud. Uh, yeah. It should be exciting. Uh, and also at the same time, it's not just what happens on the court. 
we are very intentional in that because we're building a community around this special sport, we're also um, really excited to be bringing in programming around the live games so that in terms of experience, in, you know, in-person experience, you should expect programming that's really about celebrating the sport and you should be expecting programming that's really sort of bringing that community together of youth all the way to pro. That's awesome. So I, I listen, I know you probably, a lot of these questions are probably difficult because like you said, this announcement just came down last week, but. Um, <laughs> You've been planning for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, want to, I want to know the schedule. When is the home opener? <laughs> um, but, but it's my coming. question. It's it's coming here after the Olympics, 2024. Um, but obviously, there's been a, a great number of players that have come through uh, the university at, at Wisconsin. So is that is part of what League One is is trying to keep talent around the areas that these six franchises are going to appear? Or I mean, I guess my question is in in a roundabout way, we're going to see some Badgers on this roster. Well, uh, that is definitely something that I would be excited to share in the future, okay. but we certainly do find that to be a, one of the most important element that we look at in terms of how we think about the roster. Mm -hmm. uh, ultimately, by bringing these incredible women home from the many other leagues that they have to go to, despite winning the, the Olympic gold, it's really about building that community. And if they can come back to a community that have already supported them throughout their youth careers throughout their collegiate career, um, those are all elements that we look at in terms of putting together the best roster for the location. And I know this this league you talked about, you didn't really have a, a strong volleyball background as far as a player or anything, but but that doesn't stop. I mean, you've got former players uh, on your team, on, on the love team. So how important is it to keep those players who are not playing anymore, but um, some are, but involved with with volleyball, especially once their playing days are, are over. Because like yeah. I said, I know that love roster, that love roster uh, has, a, has a lot of playing experience as well. And that's very much the intention from the very beginning. This is not successful if we only have folks with one specific type of experience. It's really about bringing together the best talent that have that volleyball background, they have greater you know, sports and broader sports background. It's about folks that have technology background and consumer backgrounds and media backgrounds. Because again, we're building a community and we are here to create and grow this incredible league um, that truly reflects where the sport needs to be and should be. And I think the timing, the timing seems almost too good to be true on, <laughs> on some levels, right? And, and the reason I bring that up, Caitlin, is because we saw, and I'll just reference Wisconsin again, Wisconsin, Nebraska, a couple of years ago, like the largest uh, national yeah. audience to, to watch uh, a volleyball match. We've seen th those types of records just kind of pop off left and right, whether that's on BTN, Big Ten Network or whatnot. Uh, we saw the wins, uh, NCAA Women's Basketball Championship game draw like 10 million viewers. So it's it seems like th this is falling in line, like the timing of this and the appetite from, from viewers to, to want to see this and from fans that want to go to this. It seems like everything's lining up almost perfectly. Absolutely. You know, that at the same time, uh, three years ago, when we first started Love, we were right in the middle of COVID. So at the time, we certainly didn't feel like it was quite the right moment. And yet, you know, the Tokyo Olympic gold medals happened. And here we are with all of the incredible momentum that you just described, heading into 24 as the uh, Olympic, you know, favorite to win. 
and then going into 28 here in LA where the Olympics will take place. So we're, we feel incredibly fortunate that the timing is so great. At the same time, the popularity of the sport has been decades in the making. Mm -hmm. So when people say it's a moment, uh, I do disagree with that. I think it, it really is the, the time and the place where 50 years of the popularity at the participation level is finally bubbling to the top. And it's incredibly exciting to see. Yeah, one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing team sport uh, for for females. And so everything you just talked about, it seems like as compared to the past when uh, things of this nature of a league like this has tried to, to start up in the past, is it is it like, like you talked about all those years as well, like just kind of everything just kind of timing out where maybe this can be different than in years past? Yeah, well, no one has ever tried to build a league uh, really starting from the community and the fan base themselves. Right. So we do believe that to us, that is the key differentiator of being able to do this in such a thoughtful and disciplined way. Like I said, before our first pro game is even played, we'll have been building this community of fan base who are avid fans of the sport, who are consuming and experiencing the sport, who want to be served a lot more volleyball than what is currently out there uh, for five years. Uh, I would challenge anyone to, to point out another league who started this way. And that's why we firmly believe that, you know, we are able to truly create something that is sustainable, thriving, and uh, for generations to come. All right, a couple of final questions for you, because I know obviously you're partnering with the Madtown uh, Junior Club team. Uh, yes. and, and will there be, and, and there, part of that is, is new facilities. Is this new facility, is this going to not only house uh, club teams and everything like that, but also be the spot where the Madison team will play? It is a training center. Uh, okay. So for us, we really see it as the home, the, the day in, day out home of our pros and our club community. Okay. And, and have, do we know where the team is going to be able to, to play its matches yet? We do. Uh, we will be sharing that as well as we put the okay. finishing touches on it. Certainly we'll be in Madison. Um, and uh, it's, it's, you know, for us really important that, you know, we're making sure that that connection, you know, at the practice level, um, at the day in, day out home, um, that there is that strong connection between the youth and the pro. But in terms of the actual uh, play itself, uh, it will be outside of the training centers. Okay. Okay. Got it. So what is the timeline? Final question here for the team name. How, how are you going to go about <laughs> selecting that? How does that work? Yeah. I mean, do you want to throw some ideas out there? I, <sighs> I, I've definitely heard a bunch even over the last week. So I love the excitement and, uh, you know, we're, we're certainly working on that as we speak. You know, I should have came prepared with like a whole list <laughs> I don't know. I, I bet you. I bet you the listeners of this podcast, uh, you can you can tweet at at Love League One Volleyball and give them your ideas for a nickname for Madison. I'm off the top of my head, Caitlin. I don't have a good <laughs> good team name yet. I don't know. There's some lakes in Madison. It's a capital city. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of really good uh, things to you know to draw from for sure. And fans can tweet at love. What is it at, at, at L O V B? It is League One Volleyball. Um, and uh, you know, for us, you you asked a little bit about the name. Mm -hmm. um, excited for us to be, you know, along the side of NFL, NBA, and uh, MLS and love. Um, yes. You know, for us, it, it really truly is a reflection of just how much passion there is 
both for the game as well as, you know, us standing for something that drives better life outcomes just by belonging to the brand. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get them on Twitter, that is at league, L-E-A-G-U-E-O-N-E-V-B, at league one VB. Um, Caitlin, uh, I'm super excited to to watch more volleyball in this city. I know uh, a lot of volleyball fans, uh, fans of Wisconsin, fans of just the, the sport in general here in the area, uh, heard that news. They're like, okay, all right, this is going to be fun, and we'll wait for the team name. I'll, you know what? I'll come up with some suggestions. I'll send them your way. Um, so we'll do that, and then uh, we'll get ready for 2024 volleyball in Madison, Wisconsin. Sounds great. Great to be here. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you for your time. All right, there you go. Caitlin Gao, CEO, co-founder, League One Volleyball. It's coming, Badger fans. Uh, after the Olympics in 2024, I'm I'm stoked. I should have had a list of names. I should have had a list of names ready to go. But if you have any suggestions, that's at League One VB or just tweet at John Adius Radio or at John Cast Podcast. We'll we'll let uh, we'll let Caitlin and everyone involved know some of the, some of the suggestions you might have for the name of the franchise in Madison. Well, once again, thanks to Caitlin Gao. Thanks to you for listening to this podcast. I know. Uh, this uh, last episode hasn't been around for a while. It took took a little break after the women's basketball season. Took a little break. So we're going to slow things down. So, um, you know, if you want more uh, podcasts, let me know. Uh, all right. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to the John Cast Podcast. Thanks to Caitlin Gow. And thanks to Love Volleyball coming to Madison in 2024. See you.